Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Anointing fall upon your people today. Let us not be the same again. Affect us by the power of the spoken word, the rima. Let the anointing of the spirit give us revelation and understanding and insight. I pray that no one under the sound of my voice today would leave this place the same. Cause us to succeed where others are failing. In the name of Jesus. I see people succeeding in spite of every problem, difficulty. I see disgrace being taken away. I see blessing coming instead of the curse. I see God's promotion coming over God's people. Father, thank you that from today, our life will not be the same. We welcome you, Master Jesus. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. Thank you that you are mighty in our midst. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. And um, we are studying the very important subject of being successful. Amen. And today, we want to continue with that all-important subject of being successful and uh, we are dealing with the enemies of success amen are you there or you've gone home what is the first enemy of a successful person debts god does not want you to be in debt i see you being delivered from your debtors today and from debts amen I see you free from owing money in the name of Jesus. Look, when I say I see you free, just lift up your hand and shout amen and it's yours. How many have ever owed money before in your life since you were born into the, into the world? How many know that it's a, it's a great liberation to be free from how many have experienced that it's so nice not to owe anybody anything when you get money or you earn something it is yours really real it's real something now that you are earning and then the people are waiting hallelujah i see you free from debts i said i see you free from debts debt cannot hold you down anymore from today I said, that cannot hold you down from today anymore. You are rather dashing people. I said, you are rather dashing people. You are rather giving to people. I see you buying cars for people. I said, I see you buying cars for people. During the third service, somebody gave a testimony. He said, God had blessed him with two brand new cars. Two, two. I see it happening to you as well. Look, we are, we are receiving blessings this morning. I said we are receiving blessings right now. The Bible says, and God said, let there be, and there was. When I say, I see you, it is. When I say, I see you blessed, according as your faith, it is so unto you. I see you driving your own car. <laughs> Hallelujah. Those who don't believe will always be down. And they will always be criticizing those who are up. Making stories about them, telling lies, always annoyed. When you see somebody who is blessed, somebody who is succeeding, always saying something negative about the person. 
is because you have not learned to reach out to Jehovah El Shaddai and say, Lord, bless me also. I see you blessing him. I see you blessing him. Bless me too, Lord. Pass me not, oh, oh gentle Savior. Whilst on others, thou art blessing. Do not pass me by. Can I have an amen? amen? Number two, the second enemy is what? The morning prince. We can't go into all that. Number three is what? Balamic Balaam. The enemy called Balaam. All right, we cannot go into that. Number four, four the past. And number five, prodigality. It's an English word which means to be prodigal. Prodigal means to waste and to misuse what you have. You can have not only a prodigal son, prodigal Christian, prodigal wife, prodigal husband, prodigal businessman, prodigal pastor, prodigal of everything you can be. And God wants us to be delivered from that. Amen. Prodigality is the last enemy that we are dealing with and the final one in this particular series. I believe that it is not that God has not blessed us. Like I was saying, I want to say again, I was speaking to someone who works for Shell Oil in Nigeria. And he was telling Shell Oil, he doesn't work in Nigeria, but he works for Shell. He was saying the amount of oil they have. The, the amount of oil and the amount of money that Shell is making from Nigeria. The amount of money that Nigeria government is also making. Nigeria should be one of the richest countries. And yet Nigerians are now coming to Ghana. We who don't have oil. And we don't have all these resources. It's not that we don't have. We are blessed. It's not that there's nobody in Koligono to develop Koligono. Lighthouse is here. We have the power to put street lights from Kolibu Junction to the beach side. We have the power. Yeah. We have the ability. We have the ability to redevelop all the toilets in this area. We have the actual financial power. This building is worth more than one billion cities. Amen. We have the ability to be a blessing. When you see them on television saying they want investors, here we are. We are here. It's not that you know. Look, blessing and prosperity is not that we don't, we don't have something. Often the thing is there, but we waste it. Today, people are fighting with us politically. Politi- are using politics, and they shouldn't press me to the point. I, 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 I met one of the politicians. I said, don't force me. Don't push me. Because we have not gone to set. We have not done certain things yet. Don't force us. We are here for I said that this problem, I said to him that this problem is just people's political career. I told him, you stand on television, you are asking for investment. Here we are. And I told him, you don't really care about Kolegono. You don't really care about the people. It's just politics. Who is going to be there? Political fightings and infightings and so on. That's all. But it's not really people who really care. So if Kolegono remains a slam for the next hundred until Jesus comes and we go. Because when Jesus comes and we go, I don't know what's going to happen here. It's not that we don't have. Ghana is not poor. Ghana is rich. We are so we are so intelligent. Ghana has so many intelligent, very clever people. In higher positions, we have. Everybody say, we have. we have. Say, I have something. From today, you will not waste what you have. I said, from today, you will not waste what you have anymore. Blessing comes to us and we waste it. We throw it away. And then we look to God and we cry, oh, God, help us. Then we go ask for loans. We are tired of loans and handouts. The Bible says, wealth gotten by vanity will come to naught. 
wealth gotten by aid and gifts is coming to nothing. Can't you see? The aid and the gift, the loss is getting poorer and poorer and poorer because they are getting aid, 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 aid. Until they sit up and they, the, the, uh, the South as well, until we sit up and we start to do our own thing and develop our own country and assist ourselves and not persecute people who are really trying to help, we will always be poor. We'll go back to the Stone Age. We have things. We have. We have gold. We have diamond. We have timber. We have a lot of things. And we have investors. And we have lighthouse. Local investors. I said local investors. We have the financial power. Not that I want to boast, but we have the financial power. We have the financial power to make a way where there, we can pave all the streets. With this area, we can, they can give this area to us to be the local government here. Okay. Oh, yeah, we can make more light, water, everything. Only oh, yeah, give it to us. But they don't want it. They want politics. <laughs> they want certain people to be this and people to be that and this and that. That is all that we are playing. That is why when the lights went off and they say we shouldn't point fingers, even if we don't point fingers, it's pointing at you. <laughs> We, okay, we won't point finger, but the thing is pointing at you. Okay, we won't point finger, but the thing is clearly like you. From today, you will no longer waste. Nobody here will waste his life again. People look at their husbands and their wives and they insult them. If you lose your husband or wife, that's when you understand what valuable thing you had. And my wife, she doesn't know how to cook. Huh? You can get a wife, not only that she doesn't know how to cook, but she's a striker. <laughs> First of all, she can't cook, and then after not cooking, the whole thing will become another problem. You eat it like that, you hold a cane and knock your head, you never forget. From today, waste is seizing in your life. I say from today, you will not waste your opportunities, your contracts, your blessings, your pastor, your church, your life. It will no longer be wasted. You will appreciate what you have. Sometimes we have a good leader. We waste him. We've used it for 40 years. Now it's finished. <laughs> Nobody else has built another one. And you see, sometimes when you have something, you, I was speaking at the Archbishop's uh, memorial service. I said, Rollins, you watch and see. When Rollins goes there, finally he's no longer around. He cannot come back. You will see. People will say, Rollins. We are Rollinsisms, Rollinsite. We are Rollins Party, R- R- RPP. They will make RPP, this PP, R- Rollins Progress Party, Rollins Remembrance, Industrial Party, everything. I mean, it will come. You watch, mark my word. If you don't believe it, mark my word. One day it will happen. They'll say we want practical leadership, Rollins style. You watch and see. But today, what is around now? The wind is gone. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Are you there? Okay. Lift your hand and say, I will not waste, I will not waste anymore. anymore. From, today, From today, I will not waste my opportunities. I will not waste my leaders. I will not waste my life. I will make most use of it. Amen. People are not poor because God cares them and made them poor. No. 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 Hallelujah. What is it that leads people to become wasteful of what they have? What is it that makes people hold something and then it's as if they can't see what they have, then they spoil it and then they move on and destroy their own lives. There are seven spirits that I believe work on a person that makes him destroy 
his life. Number one is the spirit of what? Belial. Beliahal. And that is, it's a spirit from the Hebrew word Beliahal, which means useless, worthless, good for nothing, valueless, cheap, and vile. When that spirit is upon you, it will make you misbehave until there is no value in you. Number two, the spirit of greed. Greed. Turn with me to Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 10. Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 10. He that loveth silver shall not be satisfied with silver. When you have a spirit of greed, you are never satisfied. Nothing makes you happy anymore. But today I'm announcing to you that something has to make you happy. You see, at a point in your life, you have to be happy. Amen. Amen. At a point in your life, you have to decide to be happy. Once the spirit of greed is in you, you will never be happy. If you are at a, at a workplace and you are always complaining, the spirit of greed may be with you. I have learned as an employer that if you, are, if you employ somebody and the person is dissatisfied with the work that he is doing, no matter how much you increase his salary, he will still not be happy. Because Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 10 says that he that loves silver will not be satisfied with silver. It's not silver that will make him happy. No matter how much you give, he will never be happy. Because he's not content. I have had experiences like that. And I realized that sometimes God gives us something. And then because of dissatisfaction with what we have, that God has given to us, we run after something else which... Which, you know, maybe it may not be God's plan or God's time for you to have that thing. And then we run after it. And by running after it in the spirit of greed, we destroy what God gave us. And then our whole life ends up as a useless life. For instance, God may give you a nice good husband. What work does your husband do? Maybe he's a tailor. And you say, ah. This tailor, good Christian brother, tailor with bright eyes for the future. Amen. 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 I said bright eyes. I see you having bright eyes for the future. And this brother comes and he has a future and God gives him to you as a good person that you could marry. And then you decide to enter a relationship with him. After some time, you look and another brother also comes on the scene. This brother has a car. And he looks like a mega brother. And he has got wraps. And he sees you and he says, My sugar, my sweetie, my pebble on my beach, my mosquito in my uh, uh, mosquito net. My love for you is like an island of Gary in a sea of milk. He has the words. He's giving you the rap, and because of this brother, you leave him. But you don't know that the raps with which he raps you are the same raps with which he raps others. You know, I've noticed that sometimes some ladies, when they want to marry, they want to marry somebody a bit sophisticated. Somebody who looks executive. And he just comes, a very smooth guy. Oh yeah, hi, how are you? All right, okay, yeah, take it easy, man. But, but the Christian brother who comes with his holy Bible says, praise him, praise him. That's why you don't like it. You want the executive brother. The executive brother is the brother who will also go and be unfaithful to you. He may be unfaithful to you one day. And you go out to take things that are not for you. Ladies and gentlemen, I have learned to be satisfied with what God has given me. There are people who have come to Collegon and said, what is this thing that you have at Collegon? You should move your church from here. I said, what are you telling me I should move my church from here? This is where God has given me. I'm very happy here. Amen. People come to me and say, this area, I said, it's nothing. This is King of Glory Town. Okay. This is King of Glory Town. 
I'm happy to be when I was in Korea recently I, I was sitting with pastors who are millionaires in that sense pastors who have aeroplanes jets one pastor was telling me he preaches three times on Sunday when he finished preaching one service he flies in his Lear jet you know and he flies to the next church and then from there he flies to the third church I may invite him around soon and maybe he'll just come with the jet when, when, when he preaches here in the morning we'll fly to Kumasi and preach, uh, preach. a jet but I'm happy as where I am I may not be in America on television and all over in America I may be in Ghana I may doing what I'm doing in Collegono but you see there is a certain spirit of contentment about say let us be content with such things as we have once the spirit of restlessness is in you everything you have you are not happy every job you have when you are paid you are not happy everything you just you are just not happy you are not satisfied you are not happy you are not satisfied and something drives you because that boy who prodigal son what did he not have <laughs> rich man sir he was born with a silver spoon in his mouth he was not born across the lagoon he was born in the in the man's house but greed there are sometimes people they have good jobs maybe you are not being paid well but you will be paid well you see there are things which are not good now but they have a future but that is the thing that is a spirit of contentment and that and that restless let me go there let me get it let me do this no, it's not like that it's not you don't prosper overnight prosperity does not come in a day it takes a long time to prosper any genuine genuine prosperity genuine success it takes years it does not come if it comes in a day then question it people see me and say you have suddenly come into you know you are suddenly very successful who told you that I'm sad? You, have you been with me when I'm struggling at school of, school of hygiene for years? I've been in the ministry for 20 years. I've been preaching for 20 years, if you want to know. And I've been at this same church work for more than 10 years. This same lighthouse. Nothing comes suddenly. Sometimes you see young pastors, they come and then they see you know a pastor maybe he has a nice car and I, I have a nice car and I should have a nice car if it's your problem just go to the church where they don't have a nice car and I have a nice car the young pastor you just come around and say, oh, I also want to have that you don't have that suddenly like that it's not like that go to any profession and go to the bank go to any job find a job and see how long it takes you to have anything before they'll give you a car loan or anything like if they will ever give you a car loan if ever see people working for 16 years 17 years never would they ever dream of having a car you see the latest pastors who have come today if they come or they want this they want this they want this and they become orangus they want to fly fly to where <laughs> it's a spirit of greed no matter and sometimes when you look at yourself you know one thing that we do as pastors amongst ourselves we always say we look analyze and say we are really blessed oh, oh yes we are blessed oh, oh. when i was i was you know at a retreat this week we're looking and i said oh god has really blessed this church so much so much the blessing is more more oh i said the blessing is more yeah. when i just look at the building and not only this building but all over the country and I see the churches spreading and I just see God's establishment and stability and prosperity and strength we are strong <laughs> we're not strong would it be here we'll be gone by now we are mega according to our name Amen. I said we are mega yeah. I see you also being mega now greed Look at Gehazi. Gehazi was a pastor. We had Pastor Elijah. His associate pastor was who? Elisha. Serving the man, serving the man, serving the man, serving the man. What is the hope? When you walk with Elijah, Elijah is so far. What is your hope? What is your future? But he was serving. Elisha had a job before he came. He was plowing oxen. His father was called Shaphat. He was working. Elijah came and called him 
and he pulled him along and now he was working with the man slowly 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 the difficult even elijah at the point sacked him but he said i still won't leave you go read the bible elijah sat, he said go 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 elijah as the lord live i will never leave no matter what you do i won't leave i'm here with you till you die <laughs> and he stayed there until the man died i mean the man went but then after that elisha had an associate pastor called gehazi and elisha performed a miracle and he healed Naaman. and gehazi was looking at the minister and said that this is an opportunity to actually rake in the monies this is an opportunity to 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 get your dream this is Naaman, the captain of syria a rich man a mega man he has come with his chariots and after the man was healed of his leprosy he came to elisha and said let me pay you whatever and elisha said elisha said no i don't want any money i was listening to one pastor he was speaking and he said look somebody came and gave him a house he gave him the house keys papers and everything he took the papers and the cast and he said let's pray and he prayed over it and then he gave it back to the woman and the woman knelt down and started crying he said no 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 i have blessed it it's going to multiply in your hand i don't need i don't i want you it's coming back to, i see it as isaac that you were trying to sacrifice and god says yes take it back and the pastor just gave it back to him oh, oh another one bought a car i said he prayed over it i receive it let me pay for it in pay you see there are many genuine men of god and elisha was one of such genuine men of god they were bringing him and said i'm not doing this thing for money and we are not doing this thing for money here but gehazi he wanted more everybody say more more salary more benefit more this more everything he wanted so he sent and he ran after the guy and said my master sent me to tell you and not only in his name in his master's name he spelled the name of lighthouse because elijah was elijah was working for a lighthouse ministry <laughs> elijah was the pastor of lighthouse ministries and he went in the name of lighthouse and he spelled the name of light and said that the man has asked me for money he says that you should give him one change of clothes and some golden things you know what even Naaman the Syrian saw that this associate pastor was greedy. So when the guy asked for one, he said, Be content, take two. <laughs> when you go home, go and read it. We don't have time. Be content, take two. And he gave him two. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, until the satisfaction comes into your heart, you'll never be happy. You must be content. Hallelujah. And because of that, Gehazi lost his whole ministry. He wasted. Perhaps Gehazi, maybe kings, there would have been more chapters. After Elijah, they would have Elisha, then there would have been Gehazi. Then there would have been more, the Bible would have been thicker. We would have had the stories of Gehazi. We would have had the ministry of Gehazi. But it was not there. Because of greed, he lost his ministry. He lost his future. He lost everything because he had to take that extra money. There are some monies you don't have to take. There are some monies you have to drop. There are some monies which will spoil your life. There are some monies you have to say, this is not for me. This must not come to my hand. This money is not for me. It must not enter my house. It will spoil your life. There are some payments you must not receive. There are some gifts you must not take. There are some monies you must live like, drop like a stone. It will spoil your life. Greed will spoil your life. And Elijah knew, Elijah knew, this is not money I must take. People have given me gifts. I said, no. <laughs> One time people took some offering, a large amount of money. But I said, look, excuse me. Thank you very much. God bless you. I prayed for them. I said, look, just take this thing. I don't, I don't want this. I, I cannot receive it. Amen. Amen. There, there are some, there are some contra- there are some contracts you should not take. They come and tell you, swallow cocaine. You get five thousand dollars. We put you on KLM. You go to Bangkok. Go to Amsterdam, then to Bangkok. And then from Bangkok, you come to New York. New York through Amsterdam. You come back to Accra. Put swallow it. When you go to toilet, it will come out in Bangkok. Then you see. Mr. James Bond at the airport, you just give it to him and then you go. 
$5,000. How much $5,000? 10 million. Meanwhile, you have a nice job. 100000 a month. 80000 From today, I see you stopping every illegal business that you are doing. That extra money will not do anything for your life. People work for others. Let's say you are a carpenter and then your boss is there. Then people come and bring jobs to your boss. And you tell the boss, you tell the people, you know, this is my boss, he's a very difficult man. I will show you, you can see me on this. I'll do the same thing for you. He's charging what? 800,000. I'll, I'll do it for you, 400,000. You just come to, to the side. You are stealing your boss's money. It will help you. It's a curse. Me, if you do that to me, you are cursed. Me, there are a lot of people who have cursed them already. Even before they start misbehaving. You are already cursed. Already. If you do it to me in this church, you work for me. You are cursed. The money cannot rest in that. It will turn into more bills. More problems. Amen. Greed will spoil your opportunity. Be content. You know? There are people who are in prison and they are happy. Yeah. There are people who don't have light and they are happy. You can be happy in every situation. It's just your mind. Because abroad there are people, they have what we don't have. And they are still not happy. So what brings happiness? What is it that brings? Jesus said, come and drink of the waters. He that drinks of this water shall never. Where I am staying now, I've never been to that area before. Once I could put my house, my head on this thing, and that is the place that God has given me. I don't have to live at East Legon. East Legon doesn't make you happy. Living at airport or Laboni does not make you happy. Some pastors were telling me, hey, you have to move from that place and come. I said, no, what do you mean? I said, I'm from Kolegon. I'm not moving anywhere. I'm content with what I have. I'm content. I'm content. That's why I'm prospering. Be content with such things as ye have. Luke 12, 15 says that a man's life does not consist in the abundance of things which he possesses. Amen. Amen. The amount of uh, televisions you have and videos and this and that and that does not make you happy. God wants to bless us. And he doesn't want you to spoil it through greed. You are not a greedy person. Nobody here is greedy from today. I said there's no greedy person in the church from today. I say there's no greedy person in the church from today. Tell the person sitting next to you, God has delivered me. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now let me just give you one last, uh, what do you call it, before we, we, we end. The next, the next is the spirit of evil independence. This is the spirit, this is the spirit of People want to be independent of everything and of everybody. That is another spirit that leads you to waste your life away. Ladies and gentlemen, not everybody is supposed to be independent. In Galatians chapter 1 verse 12, Paul said, For neither I received it of man, neither was taught it by man. Hallelujah. But I conferred not with flesh and blood. As for Paul, he was independent of man. Peter didn't teach him. Uh, 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 John didn't teach him. Nobody taught him. He was taught by God. But Paul is the one who taught Timothy. And Paul wrote to Timothy and told Timothy, Preach this. Don't do this. Do this. My son Timothy, be strong in the grace. This and that. If you teach them these things, you will be a good minister of Christ. In the, in the large house, there are many vessels. Do this. If any man wants to be a bishop, he must first be this. A husband of one wife. Paul gave a lot of instructions to Timothy. But for Paul himself, he was independent of human beings. Just like I am independent of nobody, as I'm not dependent on anybody per se. Whereas there are a lot of pastors in my church who are dependent on me for what to do and what to say. I teach them what to preach, I teach them what to say, and I teach them what to do. But nobody is teaching me per se what to do. I learn from, from God directly and from whichever revelation the Lord leads me. Now, there are different types of... Some people are made to be independent, but not everybody is made to be independent. That is the greatest mistake of all mankind. The, the prodigal son wanted to be independent, 
supposed to be independent some people are supposed to be branch pastors of a denomination and they will do well others are not supposed to be others are supposed to be founders and president but not everybody is a founder and a, not everybody can found something not everybody can lay a foundation not everybody can start something we have independence which is evil and which is good let me give you if somebody is becoming independent become independent some of you are working and you want to move out on your own but you some of you when you work on your own that is your downfall <laughs> that will be the end of your whole life when you move out like that it will finish some people are meant to work in a system and that is the best way that they, they were made to work others are meant to be on their own it depends on how god created you if you are meant to be independent and you are part of a system independent you will not flourish and you will not you will always be frustrated if you are meant to be independent it's better to just be independent when i was going to south africa i sat by a certain pastor friend of mine who has a church down in, just down here and i was talking i said what are you going to do in, a, in uh, south africa he said i'm going to bury somebody i said wow why he said he's a pastor who was uh, doing some work in south africa and um he had an accident and he died I said wow then as he was talking i said is he is that a branch of your church in south africa he said no no it's not a branch of our church i said why how come it's not a branch? i said it's my son that's why i'm going my son is the lord that's why i'm going to bury him and i said why is he why how come it's not uh what do you call it a branch of your church he said that that brother you get it the way he saw him he realized that this brother or this pastor is not meant to be part of any system so i decided that he should just be on his own and not under what do you call it? and when he was on his own he had a lot of problems i mean he had a lot of problems he said that a few weeks before he died he spoke called him from south africa for about three hours talking on the phone all his problems perhaps he was not meant to be on his own perhaps he was meant to be on his own but this pastor sensed within the man that this guy wants to be independent so he said no it's better to be independent and i also don't work with people who i realize are supposed to be independent some people are supposed to go and get jobs ordinary employment and do jobs and stop doing business which does not exist <laughs> sharing complimentary cattle holding briefcase will not take you anywhere we are not deceived anymore we have seen it it doesn't impress us anymore Some people are supposed to be part of a thing. You have to go and get a job and be employed and learn a lot of things as you work. But some people will say, by all means, I'll be on my you see something and you want to hey, hey, you can't have everything. You can't have everything. You have to be happy with what you are and what you have. Nobody can be in Collegono like I'm in Collegono. Just as I can also be at somebody's place like how the person is there. Somebody is in Nigeria, he's flourishing there. Somebody is in America, he's flourishing. Somebody is in Kumasi, he's doing well. If I go there, I may not do well. Wherever God has planted you, a spirit of satisfaction has to be there. And if you are part of a system, perhaps that is what God wants. Perhaps that is not what God wants. Just find out and decide early. Because if you are supposed to be independent and you wait for a long time, it will also waste your time by the time you decide to be independent most of your opportunities have gone one time i was talking to a pastor i said he told me he's going to start a church i said what are you waiting for he waited and waited and i told him you know what when you start a church you have so many problems it's better you start it now and have all the problems now what are you waiting for start he waited for so long before he started look at ghana we say we want to be independent ghana has the right to be free we have a right to manage and mismanage our affairs. Ghana and the other country is free forever. We have a right to manage or mismanage our affairs. Forty years have gone by. Full-time mismanagement. Full-time. Me, that's what I say. Go and tell them. I say full-time mismanagement for 40 years. We are going around in circles like that. We are just riding around. When I went to South Africa, we were landing plane. I looked out of the window. I said, ah, but this is Holland, though. I said, ah, this is not Holland. 
But I've been to Holland before. It is Amsterdam Airport. It's not Amsterdam Airport. It is Africa. It's also Africa. You see, sometimes it may be difficult for you to realize that sometimes it may not be the best thing for you to be independent or even independent at a particular time. It's a hard thing, but it's real. I'm not an American. If I even speak, they will, they will hear that I'm not an American. <laughs> Glory to God. I mean, I can just say one or two, hello, praise the Lord. I mean, I want to just minister the word of God to you today, and you're going to be blessed. Amen. Glory to God. Now, turn your Bible to Deuteronomy chapter 24. And, I mean, I can try, but after some time, the thing will turn into groundnuts in my mouth. <laughs> I'm not American. I'm not from there. I am what I am. This is where I am supposed to be. This is where I can flourish. But people want to be something that they are not supposed to. Or even not born to be. You are not born to be that. When I arrived at South Africa, I said, wow. They make Mercedes-Benz there. Mercedes-Benz, BMW, every car that is found in the world, they make it there. They make it, not that they sell, they make you see the country developed. Well, we have independence, we have political freedom, isn't it? And no light. <laughs> and then when, when even God gives us a leader who is building things then with Christ. When Rollins was building that NAM conference, said, you should hear people talking. I just wonder. NAM conference had so much criticism because he was building NAM conference center. Why is it? At, at the point I thought there's a spirit in Accra that is against building anything. If you are going to be independent, be independent. But be independent in the right way. Some people too, they are supposed to be independent. When they are getting their independence, they get it in the wrong way. Amen. 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 They get it in the wrong way. Let me give you some signs. If you are getting independence and it's the wrong in it is evil independence. Number one, these are the signs. Number one, it is acquired at the wrong time of your life. Because some people you are supposed to work at certain place and gain experience professional experience learn certain things number one when independence is being acquired in the wrong it's evil independent number one it's acquired at the wrong time of your life there's a time you have to work maybe for somebody number two it is acquired in the wrong way number three it is acquired out of hate and bitterness Often it happens in churches when people are going out. Maybe God has called you to be on your own. Then they see that they are so annoyed, they are hurt, they are saying all sorts of evil things. Number four, acquired out of rebellion, rebellion against authority. And number five, is acquired with the wrong motive. Amen. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Amen. Evil independence. Pastor said, maybe God wants you to be independent, but maybe at a particular, or maybe he doesn't want you to be independent. <coughs> Some of you are, I see many of you becoming mega and so blessed when you stay where you are supposed to stay. I thank God for Reverend Saki. I thank God for Pastor Eddie. They have been with me for years. They are not small boys. They are mighty mega ministers, well qualified and called by God. They have been with me for years. They have found that they have, they have found their place to be at my side. That's why Pastor Eddie is riding a Porsche car today. Fully air conditioned. And that's why he's going to ride in a BMW soon. New, brand new. Amen. Car there and 
stand. You know, sometimes when people become independent, I've set up my own business. I'm the managing director. When they ask you, what are you? Managing director of international consolidated industrial machinery training center for independence consolidated. Hey! ACSICRP Limited Consolidated International. Ah, you sound flashy, but you are nothing. I see people who are something today in the church. I see people who are something in the church. It will not apply to any of you here today. I said it will not apply to any of you here today. When you do something, you suddenly people are impressed you see the man who built his house on the sand on the sand <laughs> when he started the man who built his house on the rock also started the man who built his house on the sand because the thing was very soft even a child can be, before you realize he had finished the foundation and the man who was built on the rock was doing like that and the man who was built on the sand said you are not called those of us who have called we have reached foundation we are finished <laughs> Then this one was big, this one was struggling. By the time this man was at roofing level, this man is now trying to break some rocks in the foundation. Meanwhile, the guy is finished. He has put his ceiling. He has put the wiring. He's painting the house, and he's then he was, was in the house, and he just like, <laughs> you see the divine call upon my life. He's standing on his house on the sandal, but the divine call upon my life. Within six months, I've got two hundred members. Within six months, my business is this and that and that and that. Oh. Okay, and this man continued his call, slowly breaking the rocks. Hard rocks, hard rocks. It's not easy to build a house on a rock. When as any contractor, he built the rock, laid the foundation, everything. Slowly, this man had finished three years in what he was in his house. They were all there, and they announced that El Nino. Do you know El Nino? <laughs> Do you know El Nino? <laughs> El Nino is coming. Then it began to rain. The man was in the sandy house. He was in the house. He was on the phone. Then, before I realized, uh, uh, the house was moving. Uh, uh, uh. It took three years. The man in the sandy house, then, before I realized that, ah, then the man said, Hey, what is up? You called his wife. Freedom, freedom. What's going on downstairs? Then he ran down. When he ran down, I saw a river in the house. The river was just moving to the house. He said, hey, what is happening? He called for his child, but his child has already been taken in the river. His child has gone. And the wife said, foolish man. When you were building, we all advised you to take your time, but you said no. God has called you and so on. Before he realized, he had to run out. He came to see the man who had built on a rock. And Please, excuse me. I want to apologize for the things I said about you three years ago when you were building a house and I said that you were not called. And I said that uh, perhaps, you know, God is not blessing you because it's taking you a long time to do what you are doing. And so because of that, I think you are ahead. But I, I don't have anywhere to sleep today. I, I would like to come to a house and sleep in your house. Okay. Oh, You don't have anywhere to sleep. And if I could also use your telephone to call the police because I'm missing my daughter. My daughter was taking the river. There was a river in my house. The sun has taken. taken I, I would like to use it. Okay, you want to use my telephone now? Your mouth. You are insulting me and saying big, big things. God has called you this and that. Shall I take your time, oh? I said, take your time. Take your time. Some of you, God has given you employment. I said, Charlie, be steady and be stable. I'll bless you there. You look at your boss and you see your boss driving a car and you want to you want to be your boss some people want to replace their boss one time i called a certain pastor in town and some of his greedy pastors had taken away some of the churches and he was so hurt and he said these people these pastors they they said that they, you can't give them anything they don't like it they they want to be you he said even if he told me he said i said he said told me over he said even if you give them your wife they don't like it they want to be you Take your time. I see nobody here having evil independence from today. You are a wife. You want to be independent of your hand. What is this? Every day submit. Every day. Charlie. If you like, try. If you like, try. 
submit. Every day submit. Are we dogs? Are we dogs? Tell it. Be careful. You'll be surprised when you walk. A pastor told his wife, said, Don't go out there. I'm going for the funeral. I'm going. Don't go. I'm going. Tell it somewhere. So when they are talking, you'll be you just be cool. You just be yourself, Charlie. So and if I continue to talk, the thing, she went. When she was coming from the mountain, she had an accident and she died. She was dead. The husband said, "Don't go. What? Don't go. You when it's time for, for your family funeral, you go. When it's time for my family funeral, you don't want me to go. Your mouth, I'm going." She went. She's dead. Somebody else has replaced her. The man is married again. There are two hundred people ready to replace you. I said there are two hundred people ready to replace you. I pray that nobody has your job in his destiny. <laughs> Anybody who plays around, somebody will replace you. I said somebody will replace you. Don't think you are, you are indispensable. When you play around like that, somebody will just... I, I, there are replacements all around. When you mess around like that, no, somebody will just fail in. You think you'll be there forever. Play around with what opportunity God has given you. Somebody will just step in. And God has placed you. Hey, your position is God-given. Never waste it. I know I'm positioned here for a purpose. I'm positioned in Ghana. I'm positioned in Kolegon. God has put me here. Don't try to push me into something. You are positioned by somebody. A man or woman, stand there well. God wants to bless you. Lift your hand. I see you being blessed today as you stay in God's will. I see you succeeding in spite of everything. I see you delivered from mistakes that others have made. I see you standing firm in the position God has placed you. I see you blessed by the Lord and promoted by God. I see you lifted up and established where God has established you. Give thanks to God. 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 Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, stand to your feet, please. Stand to your feet. Praise the Lord. Lift up your hands to Jesus. I see the blessings of God coming upon your life as you stay. In the God-given position that God has placed you. Kalabara mama shaka Oh, stand fast. Stand fast. Stand fast. Perhaps it's the will of God for you to be dependent. Perhaps God wants you to be on your own. Wherever you stay, God's anointing will be there if it is his plan and his will. Jesus, we worship we worship and we praise your name we give you thanks. come on lift your hand and give him thanks as his blessing of success success without mistakes success and breakthrough without sweat struggle free life god is blessing you god is establishing you your struggles are over from today god has set you free from today god has given you the keys that will give you a promotion in this life. The key that will take you out of your hiding place. The key that will lift you up out of your position of darkness. A key that will bring you forward. A key that will take you ahead. A key that will bring you out of disgrace. A key that will bring you out of every disappointment. Jesus. Jesus, we worship and we praise your Come on.
thanks to the Lord today. I see you standing at the right place from today. From today, everyone here is standing at the right place. Nobody will go out of this room today and do the wrong thing from today. God will keep you in the right place from today. In the name of Jesus Christ, we give you thanks. We give you praise. The key of wisdom, 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 wisdom is coming. Wisdom is entering. Receive it from God. Receive divine wisdom. Receive direction. Receive inspiration. Receive the will of God for your life. To stand at your place. To stand where you are supposed to stand. To go where you are supposed to go. Receive it to prosper. Receive it to succeed. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you. Thank you. And as every head is bowed and every eye is closed. Maybe somebody invited you to church. But deep down in your heart, you know that you are not born again. If you are to die today or tomorrow, will you go to heaven or hell? Maybe you don't even know. You want to say, Pastor, I want to be born again. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. If you are here and you want to be born again, you want to give your heart to God, just lift up your right hand. I will pray with you before we leave this place. Lift it up high. God bless you. Lift it up high. Pastor, I know if I die, thank you, sir. If I die today, thank you. I see all your hands. Today, tomorrow, will I go to heaven or hell? Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. I see all your hands that are lifted up. Lifted up high. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my heart to Jesus. God bless you all. Now, all those who have lifted your hand, please come to me over here and I want to pray with you over here. Just come right here. God bless you. Amen. Come. Come. God bless you, sir. Welcome. Bless you. Bless you. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come. Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my heart to God. Just come. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Come to Jesus today. Today is your day of salvation. Come. Come. God bless you. Come. God bless you. Come, 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 come. Today is your day of salvation. There's room for you. Come. God bless you. Keep coming. Keep coming. There's room for you. There's room for you. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Please close your eyes and say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for this opportunity. From today, I realize I am a sinner. I don't know you but today I humble my knees I come down and I come to you Lord Jesus Christ if you are real come into my heart right now save my soul please wash me Lord please wash my heart in the blood of Jesus Thank you, Lord. And please write my name in the book of life. From today, from today, I will serve Jesus. I will follow the Lord. So help me, God. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Oh, give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Amen. Leaving you now. Success is your portion. I said success is for you. People are failing, but you are succeeding. In Jesus' name, you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.